Well, hello and welcome to a national championship edition of the HLS Picks Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Ritter. You can call me ND Tex, and you can find the podcast over on Spotify, Stitcher, wherever else you happen to find your podcast feeds at. You can always join us in Discord. That is where the HLS community hangs out over at herloyalsons.com slash discord and of course you can always find us at herloyalsons.com and long time listeners you may notice that I didn't drop the Twitch channel in there twitch.tv slash herloyalsons because I got computer parts broken trying to get them fixed trying to get them replaced they're not here yet so we're we're going old school Eddie We're, we're just coming through the audio medium how are you doing my friend oh you know I'm sad we only have one college football game left but excited for what should be a banger yeah, it should be great. Uh, I think a nice little distraction right now, which speaking of distractions, I got my kids uh, on the Nickelodeon version of the NFL pregame show right now when we're recording this. So uh, trying to do anything, Kanda, to take mind off of, oh, I don't know, the whole world falling apart, something like that, any. <laughs> Yeah, you know, armed coup attempts by domestic terrorists are always fun. Yeah, you know, just just another Wednesday, right? It's Jesus. We, we thought 2020 would keep its bullshit out of it, but apparently we're not quite there yet. But we're not here to dive into that. We're here to talk about college football. Like Eddie said, we have one game remaining. So what we're going to do is we're going to give you um, kind of uh, we're going to give you our picks. We'll do uh, since it's only one game, we'll do the, the straight up winner pick against the spread and also do a little bit of total action for you. And, uh, you know, maybe a little bit of preview action in there. So it'll be a nice short podcast, uh, a way to kick off your work week and get you ready for a little Monday night football college style. With that said, Eddie, for one more time, you're ready to do this, my friend. Let's go, baby. All right. And what we got here, of course, is Alabama not taking on Clemson, surprisingly, taking on Ohio State. However, Bama still a heavy favorite in this one. They are favored by eight and a half. Then the total in this game that we'll also be picking against is 75 and a half, which I believe might just be a record or close to it for a national championship game. Everybody's obviously expecting a shootout. So uh, let's just go ahead and start with the uh, let, let's start with the spread first and then we'll do straight up winners after that. So so Eddie, why don't you lead off and go ahead and tell us what you got on the spread? Well, I guess this will give you two and one because I'm laying the points with Bama here. Um, I think Bama overall is the better team. I think the fact that you are about to have the Heisman Trophy winner be the second best receiver on a team with the return of Jalen Waddle is incredible. Even if Waddle is just a decoy, having to take any attention off of Devontae Smith, as <laughs> we saw with us, can be deadly for you. Um, I think special teams is going to come into play strangely enough on the positive side for Alabama this time uh, they're ranked 20 in special teams in the Spaploos Ohio State on the other hand 85 Bama's kicker perfect on the year every field goal every extra point hadn't missed yet and that used to always be kind of the one thing we had to hold on to with Alabama uh, was their kicking problems and now they fix that uh, but the main thing that I come back to is, you know, we talked a lot about Bama's secondary and the the problems there and how they could be vulnerable. And I think it's pretty obvious you're going to have Sertain matched up against Olave for Ohio State. But how healthy is Justin Fields going to be? I mean, he had to get, what, at least three ribs cracked on that spike shot from, uh, 
Um, yeah. Oh, what's the asshole's name? Skalski, thank you. Like, he was playing on adrenaline and put on a genuinely superhuman performance. But, man, I don't know what they've been shooting him up with, but I, I just don't think you're going to be 100% yet. So I'm laying the points. Yeah, I, I, I should have thought a little bit better about the spread because I, you, you and I actually agree with this as well. Uh, and, and I might be showing my hand a little bit on the, the total as well here. Uh, but really what you got in this game, uh, I think, is is very much a, a shootout type atmosphere. And typically you would take the points in the shootout. But basically on an eight and a half point spread, what you're more or less expecting is that at some point, one of these teams has to break the serve and of the teams that I'm expecting to actually break serve I would lean towards Alabama being able to do that uh, this is an absolute mismatch for both these offenses against both of these defenses the the issue with both of these defenses has for the entire season been the secondary that's been Alabama's weak spot it was the thing Notre Dame couldn't expose uh, but other teams have and when Alabama has quote unquote struggled this season, it has been because of long pass plays and it's been because of the vertical game, which we saw Ohio State could do as they torched Clemson. And of course, Alabama, it that's their strength as well. And Ohio State secondary, very suspect. And like you said, with Waddle coming back, you got the Heisman Trophy winner who now gets a little bit of extra room. You got a you got Najee Harris still back there, and we saw him do the superhuman hurdle of all time against Notre Dame. And, you know, that Mac Jones guy is pretty good, too. It's just an absolute unbelievable bevy of weapons. I'm not sure Ohio State's defense is going to be able to get the consecutive stops they need. And like you said, Justin Fields, he's got a lot of weapons, too. Um, the, the incredible part about that Clemson game was that Master Teague wasn't in there, and they went to their backup running back and still went wild on Clemson with Sermon. Uh, but but as great as that offense is, as much as I think they'll get theirs and put up points, it's just one of those things to where I would think Bama would be able to get a couple stops and how healthy is Fields. And there was also, you know, rumors of a COVID outbreak as well. You know, it, of course, at the very last game of the season, we still can't escape the major storyline of the 2020 season. So you wonder how good practices are, how sharp is everybody going to be? Talk about delaying the game and now it's not going to be delayed. So, um, yeah, I'm going to take Bama as well. Uh, I think it's going to be a very high-scoring game. I think it's going to be one of those very entertaining games that we're, we're all going to have fun and, and be glad we're not stressing out on every single drive of whether we're going to score and, and pray for a stop. So I'm going to enjoy this as a bystander. But, man, it, it does feel like inevitability right now. Uh, well, with that being said, Eddie, um, I, you know, I kind of – leaned into where I expect the total to be and I'm, I'm going to go over 75 and a half uh, for that reason I, th I think both of these defenses are mismatched against each other I would very much be not surprised at all that both teams might end up in the 40s uh, I, I think of course with Alabama pulling away you only need one team to really go well above 40 and another one to be in the mid 30s and I definitely see that kind of game uh, coming out there if you remember what Notre Dame was able to do against Alabama um um, the first couple drives, it was a, a whole lot of nothing. And, you know, they tightened up a little bit. And there was also a little bit of uh, not completely taking their foot off the gas, but maybe not flooring it as much. Uh, this time around, I think they're going to have to keep the foot on the gas, both of these teams. Uh, so going to be a lot of long passes, uh, a lot of poor tackling out deep. And so I'm going to take it over. What about you, Eddie? 
it feels everything you've said makes sense and it feels like it's so obvious i feel compelled to take the under here <laughs> i i don't disagree with anything you just said obviously the the strength mismatch for each offense is against the other team's secondary that being said both teams know how good each other's offense is so you've got to think they're gonna want to try and maybe take some air out of the ball both teams granted both teams are very good in rush defense both in the top 15 total rush defense but you've got you know Najee Harris on one side for Alabama hell we had a top 10 rushing defense we didn't do a damn thing to slow him down. No, we, we basically uh, uh, said, go ahead and get yours. We're, we're worried about everybody else, and that still didn't help. Yeah, Master T, if he's, if he's all healed up, he's a fantastic running back. But even if not, obviously Sermon has put on quite the show the last couple games that he's gotten the rock. So I think both of these teams have the ability to still run the ball, and they're going to want to take the air out a little bit. I feel like the last time we had a national championship game with a total this high and everyone's like, oh, yeah, it's definitely going over. It's definitely going over. It was like 1410 at halftime. <laughs> you know, obviously, Saban has made it very clear that he is willing to get into shootouts, but he doesn't enjoy that. That's not what he wants to do. He wants to strangle you. He wants to choke you out. I could be very, very wrong here. And going back to, you know, I know both of us talked about how we're, we're both taking Bama spread. I will say from a value perspective, an Ohio State money line play is not a bad play. I mean, you're getting what, 250, 260, depending upon where you're looking, yeah, maybe the, better. The consensus the Action Network has is 245 right now, and Bama would be 300 on the money line. You know, I could I could see sprinkling on that. Um, but when it comes to the total, everything you said makes so much sense. And it feels so obvious that I just I, I feel compelled to go the other way, which is interesting because I actually was surprised, uh, you know, while, while you were saying that I was like, you know, I haven't even looked at the where the public is on the total yet. Uh, the tickets are actually leaning towards under 55 to 45. But the money is heavy on the under sixty eight to thirty two, which mm. I gotta I gotta be honest, I w- expected the over to be the very public side. Uh, not not really the case. Very interesting. I I you know I wonder if the uncertainty of guys because I looked uh, when you texted me about doing this. I I've been kind of trying to find info on how Justin Fields' health is. They gonna say shit. I haven't found anything. <laughs> oh yeah, not, no, of course they're not. But it's, it's not like the NFL. Ain't, that shit ain't getting out right now. Justin Fields could could be in an iron lung, and we wouldn't know. Like, I mean, right. it's obviously that's a a very very bad thing to say considering COVID and everything. But it's the mm. first thing that popped into my head. So sure. forgive no, me. I, I'm not I'm not going COVID type stuff. I'm saying that his ribs could be in such a bad condition. He needs assistance, and we wouldn't know. Yeah, I mean, good lord, that hit was violent. It was fucking vicious. Uh, that, that was, you know, my heart breaks for that asshole. Let me tell you, for getting kicked out of the game, uh, <laughs> dick. He's um, he's got a habit of doing that, but I don't. I really don't think that one was malicious. It was a the guy ended up falling the wrong way, and oops, you ended up with the top of your head right in his rib cage. 
Yeah, my, my whole thing is, uh, especially with the way, you know, targeting has been around for so long now. If if you don't at least try to keep your head up, like, oh, yeah. you, you fucking deserve it. Not only that, like, Scalsi, he could have snapped his own neck on that, just the way he hit him. Yeah, I mean, the you could see the neck compress. I mean, it yeah. was not, it was, <laughs> nobody had fun in that instance. <laughs> nope, not at all. And uh, you definitely saw when uh, he was getting on the exercise bike throughout the game. I mean, it's just laboring to get on there and he's doing whatever he could to stay in motion because he knew as soon as he sat down for an extended period of time, it was going to get tight and it was going to be unbearable. So I only could have imagined what the next day was like for him. Oh, Um, yeah. You know, he was pissing blood for a week. Yeah, he's he's going to be Fields is going to have as much cortisone as his body will naturally allow us or that that he actually has some feeling somewhere in his body. Uh, But I I have no doubt he's going to try to tough it out again as much as possible and uh once like that adrenaline gets pumping i'm i'm sure he's gonna get loose enough and and still be able to do it and he's got more than enough weapons to attack this alabama team but yeah Bama's just too damn good it's it's one of those things i was actually talking to a bunch of you know friends about this game and you know one guy was trying to talk up oh you know you know really say yeah well you know we, we definitely want ohio state to win it's like it's everybody else's this is inevitable they got waddle coming back and plus like multiple Heisman finalists and Waddle was not a part of that. It's just an absolutely insane embarrassment of riches and honestly kind of looking back and of course this season was weird to begin with, but looking back and saying like, you know, not thinking that Alabama was just going to roll all over everybody is kind of hilarious in hindsight that we didn't expect any other different result because, Hey, somebody else happened to get Saban last year and lo and behold, it doesn't matter. He might have a year off, but Bama's years off are just a slight playoff disappointment. Then they come murder everybody the next year. And well, we're back to normal, Eddie. Yeah. I mean, and again, we, at least I certainly going into the Ohio State Clemson game, I thought Clemson was going to smoke him. So I don't, I don't want to get too far out in front of myself because the performance they put on was genuinely incredible. Uh, Justin Fields had one of the greatest performances of the season, I thought. But yeah, like you said, you've got three of the top five Heisman finalists, including the winner on the, the Alabama offense. And now you're adding back in probably the best receiver in the country. Like, that's just fucking stupid. It's it shouldn't be that fair. Like somewhere along the line, it's just so unfair. It's the way college football is structured right now. And until Saban, you know, fucking retires, it's probably always going to be like this. It's just unreal. Like as far as my rooting interests, I don't know what yours are. I've never bought into the, Oh, well it makes Notre Dame look better. If Alabama wins, I I don't care. I, I always want Alabama to get beat. You know, Auburn ties aside, uh, I always end up rooting against the the dynasty. So I, I hope Ohio State can prove me wrong. Uh, I think it would be a lot of fun if that happened, uh, but we will see. I mean, I I can understand the usually going against Bama, but I certainly don't ever like Ohio State either, and especially this year. I don't want them to sneak by with, you know, playing half the games everybody else did. And that fan base would be extremely annoying. And I like several of the players on Alabama. And let's be serious. My money's going to be on Bama. So therefore, that's where my rooting interests lie. <laughs> I'm staying strong to the very end of of taking the the gigantic punt on the, the degeneracy this season. 
holding out strong, I, holding strong. I, I wish I had the uh, semifinal weekend because uh, that Ohio State Clemson game was expensive. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I look had I had I been back to my normal uh, habits, I would have been right there with you as well. Uh, I was I was not expecting the results, uh, even when you know it was kind of going back and forth. Uh, like the general feel of Twitter is like, man, this Alabama's just got to be looking at this Clemson line, like licking their chops. And all of a sudden, Ohio State started pulling away. It's oh, wait a second, that, that narrative it ain't working, is it? <laughs> Oops. <laughs> yeah, but it should it should be a fun one. I'm looking forward to it tomorrow. Yeah, it'll it'll definitely be a good one. Uh, so there you have it. Uh, Eddie and I both on the tide. Um, he's going to go under. I'll go over. And yeah, that's that's going to wrap it up for this really, really weird ass season. Uh, at some point, Shane and I will be back. Not sure when we'll we'll recap both this national title game. As well as, you know, everything going on with the Irish right now. It's a, this offseason has already felt like a, a break, break, breakneck pace. Um, new de- defensive coordinator hired. Uh, Yo, got, shout out Freeman. That's a, Mark, that was a big pull. I, I, I didn't think we were going to get Freeman, uh, especially once LSU got involved. Uh, and, and we, we pulled that out of the hat and now you got the, all the roster juggling going around. So, uh, it's, it's going to be a weird off season. Uh, but I'm very much looking forward to the next season. And Eddie, hopefully it's one where we can actually consider attending one of these things in person. Yeah. I hope that we do not have to worry about. COVID outs or, or postponing games or actually putting schedules together. I want to, uh, I want to have a good normal football season again. Yeah, that's, that's definitely the hope and, and that we get, uh, be able to do normal things. I don't like, uh, being able to do or having to do picks and talk about, uh, health situations outside of things on the field. So looking forward to a lot of things getting back to normal. Uh, y'all keep staying safe. We're, we're at the other end of it. Just keep those masks on, get those vaccination. Let's get that herd immunity. Cause I got a lot of people I like to have a lot of drinks with, uh, you included, Eddie. It's, it's been way too long. It's been far too long, my friend. Hopefully uh, we can finally put this damn thing to bed once the vaccines get out there. But kids, it's it was a hell of a year for the Irish. It it may have ended less than fun, but it was still a damn fine performance. And trust me, I think next year you're going to be looking back and missing the, the team we had this year. Because <laughs> uh, Next year might be interesting. Yeah, well, definitely see. That's for sure. (laughs) Yeah. But as always, go Irish. Hell Gambler. All right, y'all. And thank you for joining us on this little quick hit of a podcast. Of course, make sure you subscribe and hang around there and find us over on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and wherever you happen to get your podcast feeds at. Eventually, we'll be live again one of these days over at twitch.tv slash herloyalsons. Make sure you head over to Discord during this long off season over at herloyalsons.com slash Discord. And of course, you'll always find us around herloyalsons.com. Thanks again for listening all season, y'all. We'll be back with a recap sometime in the near future but until then go irish be covid have a good one